Hi, everybody. It's Andrea Patrick with PB and Style. And on today's podcast, I am talking with my friend, Ms. Janine Tillman. Janine is not only a speaker, but she is uh, a life coach. She is just an all around Jesus chick. And we're going to talk about what that means. Welcome to PB and Style, the perfect podcast sandwich, where host Andrea Patrick empowers, educates, and encourages you to find your inner influencer and personify their brand. She'll have you tapping into your authentic authority and engaging in a real way. Remember, leadership is a journey, not a destination. Enjoy today's dish. Okay, Janine, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being on the show today. I'm really excited to have you. Um, before we get started with all we're going to talk about today, I want to give everybody a little bit more about who you are so that they can see uh, why, you know, besides being awesome, oh. why I have you on the show today. Um, guys, Janine is what she likes to call a Jesus chick. Um, she's an author and public speaker. And she has over 15 years of mentoring experience. She's a life coach. She empowers others. Um, and she really seeks to touch the lives and share more transparent moments with all walks, people from all walks of life. She's a recent author. I'm really excited about that, to share that with you guys. Um, and she has so many more publications planned, and we want to see those. We're excited about that. She empowers those who are broken, who are torn, um, who are discouraged. Oh my gosh, how many entrepreneurs do you know out there who are like that? I am heaven. Um, um, and she does this by providing a guided focus to their God-given purpose, their God-given vision. Um, and that's something that we talk about here on the show as well. She wants us to step actively into our purpose and to activate that purpose while eliminating any stumbling blocks. So again, thank you, Ms. Janine, for showing, showing up on the show today. We're excited to get into the nitty gritty with you. Thank you for having me. I'm so, Yay, I'm excited to have you. Um, guys, Janine and I have not known each other, but what, a year? I think so. I All right, gotcha. We'll get back to that. Okay. All right, everybody, let's go ahead and just get down to the nitty gritty. I want to get as much as we can get into this little segment of time as we possibly can. Um, Janine, like we talked about um, from your bio, you talk about you are a life coach. You empower others. You want us all to live our purpose and live in our value. Um, and so tell me a little bit about that experience for you. How did you get to this point? Tell us, um, tell us a little bit about how we became the Jesus chick. Um, well, you know, thank you again for having me on the show. And um, I, I'm really thankful for this opportunity. And how I got here is because I have been in social services for, oh my gosh, over 10 years. And I constantly found myself working with different walks of life. And the common denominator was not that they didn't have enough money to pay their rent or they were hungry. Yes, those things were real life situations. But what I found was the common thread was they didn't know what they were born to do. 
Mm. So when you don't know what you're created to do, it's like you're just kind of walking through life, trying this, trying that, going here, going there. And you're really, it's like you're, you're test driving everything. Mm -hmm. And so you never really find what you want because you don't, you don't know who you are. So it, it goes into identity. I don't know who I am. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. So one of the examples that I give a lot of my, um, um, my, uh, my clients that I life coach is what if you got in your car in the morning and it, your car wanted to be like a tractor or your car wanted to be a plane? <laughs> <That'd> be a <laughs> you would, yeah. You would be a little upset because you want your car to do what it's made to do. Right. And we are the only people are the only things on this earth that refuse to do what they're made to do. Oh, wow. We try to do other things because we see, you know, other people doing other things. So we say, okay, so if it worked for her, then it should work for me. But is that's not that may not be what you're born to do. So through working with various um, populations of people like um, survivors of domestic violence and the formerly incarcerated, even mm -hmm. sex offenders, um, all, all different walks of life, youth, women. Um, it's it, it it seems it it always comes to that common denominator of who am I and what am I supposed to do? Mm, yeah, you're absolutely right. And that's kind of a commonality that we have between our own services because you're right. People, they get stuck in seeing other people succeed and their success and they want to do it their way because they see the success. And right. you're right. That piece that's missing is that person is successful because they did it their way. Right. It's not going to work for you. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And let me add just one more thing onto the tail end of that. Like, I think sometimes we're always taught that success is like a recipe. And it's really it, a recipe. It's the recipe is specific to you. Not um, your recipe is going to look different than my recipe. And so sometimes we try to borrow. I, I try to borrow your recipe and then it doesn't work out for me because that's not that's not mine. Does that make sense? It does because from someone who cooks, I know you cook too. We might yes. find a recipe right in a book, mm -hmm. we'll add our own little sum sum to it because we like <laughs> our own particular flavors, right? Yes. So it's the same. I mean, just because you pull a recipe uh, from a cookbook, if you make that recipe the way it is, it's not going to taste as good to you because maybe the flavors that right. you're accustomed to aren't in that recipe. And if right. you're like me, the next time you make it, okay, I know I'm going to need a little bit more of this. Right. I'm going to take away this, you right. know, right. I'm going right. to stir it a little more. I'm going to mix it a little bit. Something. So it's going to be different. And then that's going to make it my recipe. Which right. Is, is different from anybody else's recipe. Yes, ma'am. Right. So what suggestions could you give us to help us tap a little bit more into our own specific value? Because that's what we're saying. People don't recognize the value they have in life. That's why they're trying to copy somebody else's value. So how can we recognize that in ourselves, tap into it? I think the number one thing um, concerning recognizing your value is your language. Your language is how you relay your value to other people. So I'll give you an example. Let's say you're on a job interview and the employer is offering you the job and they say, okay, what is your, what is your salary requirement? And then you, uh, 
you uh, hesitate mm. or you you try to give them, you say, okay, well, I'm negotiable, which that's fine. But when you cannot readily speak to what your value is, that is the answer of, I don't know my value. That's right. I'm not sure. I'm not confident in my value. I'm not sure of my value. And when you, um, the things that we, we say, but we don't say, and I'm going to explain it, the things that are going on in our head, when um, we say, okay, I want to step out on faith and I want to create a business. And then your first thought is that's not going to work. Nobody wants to hear what you have to say. That's yeah. not Everybody else has this going on and this is what's trending and what makes you think this is going to work for you. That is when you're speaking to your value of I'm not worthy of, of, of getting out here and doing something new and vibrant and different. And getting the success. I'm not yes. worthy of the success that is a potential in my idea. Yes. Yes. So when you pay attention to your language and, and sometimes that can be, that's, that's going to be a challenge because if you've been telling yourself that you're not good enough for years, you may think that that is what you're supposed to say. Exactly. That's the you tape may, that you've been playing. That, that's the tape. That's the, oh, that's the no. tape of the, of the messages that are playing over and over again. Also, what are you meditating on? Meditation is simply saying something over and over and over and over again until you believe it. Mm. And we mm. meditate on a lot of things that we don't think we're meditating on. <clears throat> so we yeah. may, it may be something as simple as negativity. I'm just going to chew on it. I'm going to let myself have it. And you don't yes. realize that that negative tongue, everything you're saying, you're speaking into yourself. Yes. Was yes. Adding to your tape language. Yes. I love it. I love it. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Um, the other thing is the things that we say and the things that we meditate on, uh, I, I always give this example of like, let's say you have a cyst in your arm. Mm -hmm. And so you may have had that cyst in your arm for like maybe two years, three years, five years. And it looks like it's supposed to be there. Of course, until you go to the doctor and they say, hey, that's not normal. We need to separate that from you know, your regular flesh and your, right, your right. veins and all of that. So in the midst of you separating yourself from those negative things in your life, it's because it's been in your life for so long, it's going to be painful when you, when the mm. several comes because it has attached itself to parts of you that is supposed to be there. Mm. And so you have, we have, um, we have incorporated this cyst, this thing that has not, it's not supposed to be there with things that are supposed to be there. So it looks normal. It gives the appearance of being normal. We assimilated into the negativity. Yes. We yes. Allowed so, it to become a part of us. That's really good. Um, yes. Janine, because what I think we go through as, as humans, like you said, we get attached to this growth. That's not supposed to be this negative feeling, this negative tape that we've been playing. And the minute mm -hmm. we try to remove that from our lives, the pain of removing yeah. it, people mm -hmm. don't want to go through that pain. Nobody wants to go through the pain. So they'd rather leave the negative there so that they can say to themselves, well, I knew. I knew it wasn't going to go right if I tried. Right. You know? Or I tried. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Or I tried. Yes, ma'am. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And that's not good. You're never going to reach that point of success yes. that you're looking for if you allow that cyst, as you call it, to stay yes. attached, the normal. You got to get yes. rid of that, no matter how painful. I love that. So with that being said, where does intention fall into this? Um, how or do you believe it's important to be intentional 
in the things that we're doing, we're growing or trying to, to tap into our value? Yes, <clears throat> we do have to be very intentional and um, intentional looks like it's not going through um, getting to acknowledging and, and, and walking in your value. If that's not something that you've been doing, it's not going to be an, a, just a, a bump free overnight. ride. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be overnight. But the, the thing about being intentional is that you know that I'm going to have some pitfalls. I'm going to have some setbacks, but I'm going to keep going. That's what's being intentional, not just saying it and saying, I have the intention to, but knowing that this is not going to be a perfect, perfect, smooth ride. And what have, what you've been dealing with for five or 10 years, or even 15 years, is not going to stop overnight. It's going to take work. And sometimes it never stops. It's just learning how to deal with it. It's, yes. it's learning how to, to intentionally uh, continue to be centered to get through it. Sometimes you got to go through the fire. It's not about going around it. We just got to yes. know yes. it's a fire. <laughs> yes. know it's going to take us putting water on it to get through it. So we just got to be yes. about going through it. Yes. Yes. Um, I know that, and I don't even know who says this, but I love this quote that says, do it scared. Do it scared. Do it scared. I love so, it. Or do, or do it afraid. So it, a, a lot of times we, when we get scared, because, you know, change is, change can be scary. It's scary. Mm -hmm. Change can be scary. So sometimes when we feel that spirit of fear, that automatically just shuts everything down. Mm -hmm. But it, it's not that you have to stop in the fear. You have to keep going. And, and one thing that I tell my clients is fear is a bully. Mm. fear is a bully and fear is like a, temp, uh, a two year old having a temper tantrum the more attention you give it the more they're going to act up it's going mm -hmm. to act mm -hmm. and the more that you allow it to push you and make you to uh, cause you to make your decisions because of its presence that's the more it's going to bully you that's so true. you've got to stand up to it and you've got to go through it it's, it's sitting down it's not going to stop it it's going to magnify it not going to stop it I used to take a uh, Bible study fellowship and um, this thing, this spirit of fear has been one that I've, you know, I've sort of talked about a lot too with people. And I said, God didn't give us a spirit of fear. You have to understand the spirit of fear. He didn't say your flesh wasn't going to feel the butterflies. Yes. wasn't going to experience the, the emotional state of fear. Right. He just said the spirit you can talk to and say, look, get somewhere and sit down. <laughs> yes. I tell people, I say, when I, when I feel that, follow me. I'm like, okay, get somewhere, sit down. Now, if it's for me, it's for me. I'm not yes. going to yes. let you stop me from doing this. Yes. I'm going to walk through these butterflies. I'm going That's to get right. over this feeling, this emotional state of negativity. Yes. This I'm going to get over there and sit down, and I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> I love that. Sit I think, down. Yeah. yeah. Uh-oh. I got you. Okay. Yeah, you have to, you gotta, I just tell her, get over there and sit down. Now, I'll deal with the flesh part. But you <laughs> yes. Go over there and yes, sit down. You have to. Yes, ma'am. So how do you stay motivated, though, in those times when you are discouraged and things just are not going your way? Do you have three to five tips that you can share with us that just, when the fear comes, when the negative tape comes, when all of this mess, Yes. Something on us and we feel like we have something of value to share with the world, but we feel the butterflies 
and we're listening to the negative tape and we hear all the naysayers in the background, how can we stay motivated? Um, that is that is one of the things that I love to talk to people about um, because my struggle was fear, like in the worst way. Fear, it's so much fear in the fact that I used to wish I was invisible oh. and I went into hiding. So there just came in my, there came a, a time in my life when I wanted to write my first book. And anything that you could imagine was happening to me during that time. It was like, you know, friendships, family ships, all types of ships were sinking. And, <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't know how to scoop the water out of the boat, the ship. I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to fix that. I didn't have a cord. I didn't have no tools. I didn't have nothing. Know how to plug that hole. Yeah, I, I didn't know how to plug it. And some of the holes I didn't want to plug it. I was just like, just let it sink. Just let it sink. Just let it sink. So I remember um praying and really just talking to God and telling him, you know, as if he wasn't seeing, do you see what's going on? And you told me to write this book. Do you see what's happening? And so um I remember the Holy Spirit speaking very clearly to me and telling me you know what it feels like to lay down and to stop. But you need to know what it feels like to keep going. Ooh, Janine, girl, stop right there. We just need to let that soak in. A let minute. it marinate. That's got to marinate a minute. How many of us know what it feels like to sit down and not try? Yes. To allow the negative tape to just continue. Yes. We all know what that feels like. Yes. How and it's comfortable. It's so and it's comfortable. So and it has no it, it has no accountability. None. No it's, accountability. It, it, that's girl, look, let me tell you. Sometimes you don't want it, you know? And, right. And that, that's part of the fear. You don't want the accountability. But how many of us would be that much better if we could see what it felt like on the side of success? On the other side. On yes. Yeah. On the other side of success. Y'all, I hope y'all get this. I hope if you are listening to this, that you get this and you stop and pause right now and just let that sink in because are you sitting there just complacent with your negative tape mm. and your fear? Are you just letting it just surround you and not going to the other side and seeing what it looks like on the other side? This is one of those, ten this is one of those chances where it is going to be greener on the other side. Yes. It's going to be greener. The grass yeah. will be greener on the other side. Yeah. This negativity yes. and this fear. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. I had to pause there. That was Let <laughs> that one go. The second thing was I had to admit to myself that I was scared of success. Mm. I'm sorry a call came in. Okay. I was scared of success. Mm. And I was scared of success because I had to come out of hiding. I could no longer Jeez. pretend. You couldn't be invisible anymore. I couldn't be invisible anymore. I could no longer pretend that I didn't have the gifts and talents that I had. It was mm. like God was putting me on blast. And he was like, you know what? That's over with. Everybody's going to know. You having a coming out party. So I was going to have to have some new conversations. I was going to have to make some new connections. I was going to have to break out of that. Um, I don't want to spirit. I don't feel like it's spirit. And that's the third thing. I had to stop allowing my decisions and my life to be governed by my emotions. Ooh, 
Another good one. That's a pearl. Push the pause button, people. That one was good. I was the queen of I don't feel like it. So if I didn't feel like it, I wasn't going to do it. Um, until God really had to um, chastise me and correct me and groom me and say that my your purpose is not optional. Mm. Girl, these are some quotes. I'm going to have to go back. This somehow It's going to be quotes all over this one. Your purpose is not optional. This is mandatory. And so when I stopped thinking about what God wanted me to do as optional, and it was mandatory, and then he starts showing me, okay, Andrea, if you never started this podcast and walked in your God-given purpose, I couldn't be interviewed. So he's saying, you are connecting to other people. And because of your disobedience, I can't, these people can't link up. These things can't line up. Yes, I can get somebody else to do it. Because we always have to remember, know that you're not going to be the be all end all. Right, right. But the the perfect (laughs) will is for you to do it. The perfect will is for me to do it. And so then when he said, this is not just about you. This is about other people. And this is about other people connecting to other people. It's like a domino effect. Mm. So imagine a line of dominoes and one domino just refuses to touch the other one. Wow. Guys, I don't think they're going to get to this this interview at all without pushing the pause button like every five seconds because this is some good stuff. You have to let this stuff sink in. What would what would the world be like if one domino, you, the domino, refuses to touch someone else with the purpose that was intended right. for you? Right. Wow. And you so what you're saying, what she's saying, guys, is you have to keep moving forward in your purpose. Even yes. if because what I tell people, Janique, is you don't your purpose, you have to allow your passion. To, to go on a journey to find its purpose. And I think a lot of people believe they're supposed to wake up in the middle of the night with this epiphany of what their purpose is. Yes. And that's yes. not always the case. That's not no. always the case. Sometimes it's a passion. It's a burn in you to yes. do something. You don't know what it is. You just know this thing that you just really you enjoy doing. Yes. I call your passion that thing you can do with your eyes closed, your hands tied behind your back out of a deep mm-hmm. sleep and you'd be willing to do it for free. That's your passion. Yes. And no matter how that passion manifests itself in your life, it has to go through a journey to determine how it will be used in your purpose. That's good, Andrea. And if, you don't, if you don't take that, if you don't follow that passion's journey to your mm-hmm. purpose, you're going to end up being a domino that won't touch somebody else. Yes, ma'am. Yes, That's ma'am. That's how that all works together, everybody. I mean, I don't think it could be said any more beautifully than that. If you don't allow your passion to find its purpose, you end up being the one domino that's holding the whole thing. That whole transaction. Such another domino. Yes. The whole thing. Yes. Wow. And the oh, last thing I want to add is... In, in the journey of your purpose, you're going to do some things that you really don't want to do. Purpose is not just about mm-hmm. you doing your passion and everything is happy-go-lucky and is everything that you want to do. Wonderful and good. You're going to have to go through a training ground, and that training ground is going to prepare you for your purpose. 
And and a lot of those hey, things are things that you're not going to want to do. It's going to be personalities you don't want to interact with. It's going to be places you never wanted to go. So girl. it's purpose is not. This is what I tell people all the time, and I have to remind myself when God sends you somewhere on an assignment, He's not sending you to a beach with a, a pineapple drink. <laughs> I heard that. that is he's not. He's sending you to go fight a battle. He's sending you to go solve a problem. He's sending you to go and correct and rectify some things. So it's not, don't think that purpose is just like this, this tool uh, of this fun and games and everything is great. And, and I know you're seeing the flyers, you're seeing the headshots, but let's, let's be clear. Mm -hmm. I can remember being in this thing for five years and I couldn't get one like on my Facebook page. Okay, mm -hmm. <laughs> let's let's be clear. It's some things you got to go through. You, you got you know to. What? Yes, ma'am. The thing is, is that they're the lessons, that hard stuff that you're talking about. That's yes. not the fun stuff. That's not the glitz and glamour of following your passion's purpose. Those are the lessons. And when you get yes. to your purpose, you're gonna look back on those lessons and say, "Lord, if I hadn't learned that lesson, I wouldn't be. Yes. I wouldn't be able to do this today." You're going to appreciate it. Dance, you'll appreciate it. If I had danced my way through this passion's journey, yes. I, I never would have learned that lesson. If I didn't have to do that hard thing by myself and struggle in that way, there is no way I would be able to help this person right here because yes. I wouldn't have had that experience. And then I That's wouldn't it. be able to be the blessed in that person's life. Yes, ma'am. That's it. Mm. That's it. And that's all. Okay. We could drop the mic right there. <laughs> I mean, we could just leave on that. On that. That's why it's important for you to find your value. That's, yes. Yeah, that's why it's so important for you to find your value because so your important. purpose, the use yes. of your value, is yes. not optional. Yes. I love it. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank I am me. so appreciative. Um, guys, again, Janine is going to be with us in one of my meetup groups later on in the year. She's going to come and read some excerpts from her book. I will definitely make sure we put that in the information below and a link to the meetup page if you're local you'll be able to join join us with that um so if you really enjoyed this podcast if you enjoyed this uh video make sure that you click the like button share it with everybody because i think this would be valuable to anybody you share it with um but until next time thank you for listening Don't forget to join Andrea over on our website where all the deliciousness really happens at andreapatrick.com. You can also find her on Facebook at AF Patrick Consult, Twitter at Andrea F. Patrick, LinkedIn at AF Patrick, and Instagram at AF Patrick. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.